another episode of the mental dimes podcast i am your host chuck along with my co-host the coach and phil i guess today phil is here we are back and we are back talking about a major major topic of disappointment the nba the nba obviously if you are a mental dimes follower you have already read the coach's article about why the nba sucks on our previous topics of discussion on this illustrious podcast, which is growing, by the way, we're reaching, we're nearing double-digit listeners on the last episode. Nearing, we're very close. Unless Anchor FM lies to me, I don't know. But we are reaching that that incredible, incredible milestone. So keep it up, everybody. But I know I've listened to the last episode like four times, so I'm accounting for about half the listens. But hey, you know it works. And this week. I'm not excited about this because the NBA is stupid. I'm sorry. I know what's going on, but it's stupid. Coach, let's just throw it to you. Since this is your brainchild, you wrote the story earlier today on the Mental Dimes uh, website. So let's just hear from you. Why, why, oh, why did you put me and Phil through this living hell of talking about the NBA? And then to our listeners that will be gracious enough to give us their time and listen to this episode. Why are we doing this? I was scrolling on Twitter, reading about the games that happened last night between the Hawks, the Hawks and the Bucks, And I so quickly realized, I'm thinking, well, who all's in it? Who's left? I did not realize we were down to the conference championships. I didn't realize there was even four teams left. And I didn't even realize the Hawks were playing as good as they were. And then it just kind of just spiraled from there. I didn't know the playoffs were just that deep. Does anybody care? Does anybody watching? Is, is there anybody that – gives it a rip about the NBA and it just kind of trickled from there. Cause for me, I had no idea. Yeah. You know, I, you, you click on sports center, you see more stuff about MLB in June than you do NBA in playoff time. You know, I, I don't know who, who's to, I mean, I've, I've gotten my opinions on who to credit for that, but I just think that's crazy that that's what we're thinking. That's what I mean. Even with us, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the NBA. Nobody wants to talk about the NBA. Well, real quick, your thoughts on, what you said, you didn't know we were this far in the NBA playoffs. I didn't know we were this far in the NHL playoffs. The Stanley Cup finals, I think, start either today or tomorrow. And who would have known that? Chuck, it's it's 9,400 degrees right now. There's no hockey going on. No. Why is hockey in June? And then it, possi- it will be into July because the series will not end before July. Why do we do that? That makes no I, sense to me. I, I agree. I Why mean, is don't basketball get, don't get me wrong. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong about hockey. I love watching some Predators hockey. But once the Predators are out of it, it's kind of hard for me to just enjoy it. But Yeah. Why are we doing this? NHL, we could talk about both of them, but we don't have enough time to get out all of our hate. Well, my hate, but no, I don't. I know what's going on in the NBA playoffs just because I'll look up the box scores. And then I don't know about you, but whenever get up is on, or first take, all they seem to talk about is the NBA. I don't know what else, I don't know what else anybody else is talking about because it doesn't seem to end with the NBA. And then of course MLB, but we're not even to the all-star break yet. So people aren't really caring that much about it. 
sucks. This is this is the worst time of the year. This is stupid. <laughs> stupid. Uh, nobody nobody's watching the NBA because who's in it? I mean, there's no big names. There's no. I mean, there's Trey Young and his little bitty five ten self out there running around shooting half court. People like that, but I mean, half of them are sick. Part of them are out with the COVID. You know, whatever that crap is, and. I mean, this is not really exciting basketball. I mean, they don't guard each other. They just take turns running up down the court and jacking up, in my opinion. I mean, heck, I could probably play in the NBA with my shot, you know. I, I, my motor, I ain't got to guard nobody. Well, if you play, if you guarded somebody, you would actually probably be an all-star because you <laughs> you'd be the one and only one. So, you'd be a whole new facet to the game. I think who, you would shock a lot of who, people. Who do, we, who do we have left? It's the Suns, Clippers. Suns, Clippers, which could be over tonight. Monday night could be over tonight because the Clippers. It's 3 1. I did look it up. It's 3 1. Is, and then is, it's, is Kawhi it's, injured or is he playing? Yes, he's he's okay. been injured. Speaking of Kawhi, so he's injured. And y'all may not know this. Do you know where he's sitting at? Up in the box. Uh, the box. He's on the in, the, in the box. What a terrible <laughs> teammate. What a terrible person. He, he should be kicked off the team. He's sitting in the box. That's terrible. If I was his teammate, me and him would be fist fighting. Yeah, he's that's not playing. Just disrespectful. That's disrespectful. He's he's trash in my opinion. Now. Yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play the last game. So if he's in the box, and yeah, then it's Bucks. Done. It's Bucks Hawks. Bucks Hawks. So the big, the biggest star we have is probably Giannis. I guess. I yeah, mean, it's, it's exactly yeah, what playing playing right now is Giannis easily. But it, but I you know I personally I don't think Giannis is that good. I mean, well, okay, Giannis's frame is incredible. He's a obviously a freak of an athlete. They, I think all NBA all NBA players are freak of athletes, but Giannis is. I mean, he can't shoot, can't hit a free throw. Zach, you, co- coach, I guarantee you can outshoot Giannis from the three point line. Guarantee. No, 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 no. Who no, would beat coach in pickup games in practice? Are you kidding me? No. And he I didn't say pickup games. Giannis, he said shooting. shooting. Yeah, but you have to shoot during the, the pickup games, coach. What are you talking about? We're not playing Giannis pickup games. Giannis cannot shoot it. Not. Can't. Okay, Giannis, you could out maybe you could outshoot Giannis if he's shooting in a game and you're sitting in a wide open half court <laughs> shooting three pointers with no defense. Okay, yeah, that's the whole competition, Chuck. That's, that's what we just stupid. said. I get out. That's yeah. stupid. He has a defense in front of him. that's stupid. What are you talking about? They, what do you mean? They back up from Giannis and they leave him open at the point line. They back off of him and say, "Here, please shoot it. Don't drive the goal." Have you watched the game? That's what happens. I'm sorry, but I've played against Coach, and uh, Coach is a great player. Don't get me wrong. Coach has ability, that's for sure, but I, he's not going to beat Giannis. I'm sorry. We're he's not a- playing one-on-one, Chuck. It's game of horse. I got yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horse now. It Now it's horse. That's what shooting is. It's horse. It's not 21. It's not 1v1. It's not I'm not saying moves. that. You're making it sound like you're going to do a three-point contest with the guy. And just go yeah. around the world with it, and just yeah. pick up five balls off a rack in each spot, and shoot. That's what up we're talking about. Yeah, I can. And coach yeah. wins, and coach wins. Hundred dollars on it. Okay, well we'll get we'll get footage of Giannis doing shots, and we'll take footage of you, and we'll time you both. And a thousand dollars says Giannis beats you by a half mile. I, I, take it. I really don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. I don't really get. It. Someone just said the other day at work. That he thinks he could get a hit off Jacob Degrom, no. There, okay, no. well he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he was told that on air, so that was well said. Thank you. 
No, right, but, so just, okay, just this a is quick actually poll. this is this quick is one poll. of our best conversations we've ever had. That's just about whatever, and we were we aren't really that enlightened about the NBA, and we're having this kind of this is actually really really good. All we're right, talking about quick, the NBA. Quick poll, quick poll. Is it a matter of would the NBA be better if we knew more superstars, or if there was more parity amongst the guys that are the best players on each team? If that is, if that makes sense, would it be better for better if there's more heart in it and more commitment? All right. So like take the Suns for example, I I do know a little bit about the Suns just because I did have the privilege of meeting Monty Williams this off season. Great guy. Super cool. Head coach of the Suns, Chuck. Okay. I'll take your word (laughs) on it. I mean, but you know, look at the Suns, Chris Paul is, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a superstar but they're playing Devin Booker. You know, mm-hmm. he's an up-and-coming guy. You got DeAndre Ayton. Uh, you know, he's famous for get, get, getting paid a lot of money at Arizona with Sean Miller. Um, you got um, – Carter. Yep. Puts three uh, minutes in the game. Maybe. Jay Crowder's over there. I mean, you got a lot of these just no-name guys who's, who are doing what you're saying. They are playing with heart, according to the articles I've been reading online. But then you switch over and you go, the Clippers. I mean – it's just Kawhi, Paul George. How many shots did Paul George shoot in the box score that you looked up? I'll have to take a look for that. But hold on. Kawhi. Did you just call Devin Booker a no-name player? I said an <laughs> up-and-coming star, Chuck. Well, you just, you you listed them all off, and then you go, they got a bunch of these no-names, and they're doing this. So I was like, what? You, t- where's Devin Booker from? UK. He played at UK. He's, he tried. He tried. I'm, I'm just asking. You know Okay, here's my problem. Did you not know my that? Problem you, with the, here you go. Anyways, I did not my know that. problem with Did you really NBA, not know that? Yeah, he played at UK. He played for Calgary. Come on, he's from UK, yeah. I didn't know that. I don't like Kentucky. So? I da- I, you know that if you're a college basketball fan. Well, Kentucky's got a brand new roster every year. I can't remember who I was played for them. I don't like the NBA teams. They're new every year. Well, every Paul year. George shot it 20 times on Saturday. Then he was... He was terrible. He went five of twenty. He shot eighteen. He shot eighteen free throws and scored twelve free throws. What? Yeah, he was terrible. That's bad. Okay. But what were you gonna say, Phil? I'm sorry. We're just bouncing all over the place. Yeah. This, is, this is really, really. This is just out, and, out, out and about right now. My problem with the NBA is they they play for a team and they just get unhappy and they just whine about it. Oh, I don't like it. I want to go play for somebody else. Trade me. Trade me. There's no commitment. I mean, okay, if somebody's paying me to do my job, I'm getting paid. I cannot just walk into my boss and say, uh, Mr. So-and-so, I'm not working here anymore. Move me and still get paid. That's ridiculous. That's not real world. I mean, that doesn't – they're playing for the name on the back. Nobody cares about the name on the front of the jersey. LeBron James does not care if he's playing for Cleveland or Miami or the Lakers or the Bucks or whatever. He's playing for himself. And I, I like it when you have guys like Kobe that play for the same team for a long time. You got Michael who played for the same team. You got Larry Bird who played for the same team. And stay there for a long time and let us follow you. Let us be fans of you. Not let's – I mean, everybody – nobody liked the Cavs. Nobody liked them. They liked LeBron James. So then when another team all of a sudden, hey, let me get my Heat's jersey. Let me get my Lakers jersey just because that's who he plays for. I'm a fan of the team. And then I become a fan of the player. That's my problem. No, I think I, I agree with you. And it goes to, and I've always said college basketball has way more commitment, but we don't see that as much now because of the transfer portal. 
And but when you make the comparisons of what transfer portals like for college basketball, you compare it to free agency in the NBA. And so you have those teams like Brooklyn, where they've out of nowhere, you get James Harden, you get Kevin Durant, you get Kyrie Irving, you get all these superstar players in one spot. They don't do anything. They don't make it to the conference finals even. And so you have all that just building and building and building. Look at Golden State. People gave them a lot of crap for them being a super team, but that was built. That was built they, with Curry. They signed one guy. They signed KD. That's that it. was it. Yeah, they built yeah. that up. And so you have oh, to su- you can hate that, but you have to support it at least a little bit. But teams yeah. like Brooklyn where it's a super team. Look at LA with Anthony Davis and LeBron. Look at Miami a few years ago with Bosch coming down there and LeBron coming down there and joining Dwayne Wade and stuff like that. And then Kawhi Leonard, who who seems to have serious commitment issues. He was traded to Toronto, won that title, really, really seemed to embrace it. I don't know. The guy is a just a wall when you look at him for emotions. But then he goes to L.A. to do all that with L.A. because LeBron did it with Anthony Davis and wanted to do that. So Kawhi Leonard wanted to do it. He doesn't have the personality. Kawhi Leonard does not have the personality to be the face or, of the NBA. Or a personality at all. He doesn't have a personality No, he doesn't. And so he can't be the face of the NBA. So you, no one's going to root for him because, oh, yeah, I really like Kawhi Leonard. You like Kawhi Leonard because he's so weird and just so disconnected from everything else. And that's why you like him because he's just – he's not he's not human. A lot of – I mean, he's just not there. Everybody likes Kawhi Leonard because he just doesn't run his mouth. That is, one, that is one positive. That is one positive. LeBron no, does just, not stop talking about whatever the hell the LeBron wants to talk about. But Kawhi won't say anything. Yeah. So, I do I do like Kawhi that way. My main, my main issue with the NBA is obviously it's kind of piggybacking off Phil is there's no loyalty with nobody. It's a superstar league. And that trickles down, and it's, it's it trickles down to the fan bases. There is no – teams don't have fan bases anymore. Players have fan bases. You know, you're, you follow your team. You follow your player wherever you want to go. It wasn't the Houston Rockets. It was James Harden team. You know, when Harden left, they obviously they were Brooklyn Nets fans. So that's the, that's the reason the NBA sucks, in my opinion, is just because nobody's following a team – and sticking with them no matter what happens. And you and have your very rare breed that do, and people, it, it's becoming a more, more and more rare group of people that have been dedicated to teams like the Knicks and teams like the Cavaliers, and it didn't start with LeBron in Cleveland, or it didn't start with, I can't even name you a Nick, honestly, that has been around longer <laughs> than a couple of years, because I don't know anybody there. They have Toppin. <laughs> There's not have, anybody. They just trade them all They off. have Barrett, so that's it. But you four, have those, it's just a rare breed. Four franchises that have truly built dynasties that have, that have been fun to watch. You got the Bulls when they had MJ. They, you know, they drafted Pippen. They did, they did trade for uh, Rodman, but they drafted Kukoc. They drafted Kerr. They drafted uh, Ron Harper. The Bulls built the franchise. You got the Lakers when they had Kobe and Shaq. You know, they obviously traded for Shaq from Orlando, but they drafted Fisher. They drafted um, – Robert Ory? Or I, I have no idea. They got them guys. You got the um, the Spurs. Tim Duncan mm-hmm. played for the Spurs his whole career. David Tony Robinson Parker. played for the Spurs. Tony Parker. Manny Ginobili played his whole career. Mm-hmm. They built it. And then, like you said, the Warriors with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I mean, they built it. Obviously, Kevin Durant came, but they were good before Kevin Durant got there. Can I make a point about those first two teams you mentioned? Lay it on me, Chuck. The executive that was in charge of the Bulls and drafted Michael Jordan, Rod Thorne. Where did he play college ball? West Virginia. 
<laughs> Jerry West, who was a part, uh, who was the main part of building the Lakers up with Kobe and Shaquille O'Neal? Jerry. Jerry West. Where did he play college ball? West Virginia. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, America. You're welcome, America. I'm sorry, but we, he's not only the logo, but he brought you Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal to LA and Rod Thorne, pretty damn good ball player too. Really great executive. Got you Michael Jordan to Chicago. I'm sorry, but you're welcome. We should so make Phil, the logo both of them, actually. Bill Jackson has nothing to do with that. Who? Uh, yeah, the tri- you mean the triangle offense? Are you hating on the triangle? Who? <laughs> Never even heard of him. No. no, he had a lot of it. But I'm just saying, you. he had to have – Michael had to be drafted for him to coach Michael, and Michael was drafted by Rod Thorne, or a major part of Rod Thorne's contribution. But, okay, let's, let's move on to – an interesting topic that I think has been a very good talking point for a lot of people for every, it's always a great talking point in every sport, but it's something that I was interested in the list of topics that we could talk about tonight that the coach provided us with so graciously. And it is the potential, what city is the new NBA team going to go to if we get one within the next few years. And so your options are, they're not limited, but you don't have, an entire array of cities that you think, oh, can host an NBA team. And so I would like to, I have my three and I could go first if you'd like, but I would also love to hear from both of you. If you have an idea of three cities that you think are your, your most likely, and then you just go down the line from there. So coach Phil, whoever wants to start, or if you want me to start, I'm more than willing. Are they thinking we're, they're going to get another one, or are they, are they going to move? That, like, is this something that they had actually have been talking about getting two more? They were adding, two, more. adding two more or moving two more. Adding, adding two. two more. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Go ahead, Chuck. Okay, so I obviously the city that has been talked about quite a bit, especially with my Oakland A's, is Las Vegas. No one thought Vegas was going to pan out, but the Golden Knights have with uh, professional sports franchises, but the Golden Knights have done very well. Still don't have a Stanley Cup, but they've been dominant despite that. And then you have the Raiders who just played their first full season in Las Vegas. They suck regardless, so who cares? It was never going to be about which city they're in. They just suck. And then the A's are now possibly going to move there if Oakland does not get it together and lets them go. And so that's why I think Vegas is your next choice. It's a huge city for a lot of money to come in. People are actually interested, I think, in professional sports to be there. And so I think that contrary to popular belief at the beginning, when the Knights were uh, announced that they would go, that they were going to appear in the NHL, I think it's worked out very well. And the Raiders, like I said, the Raiders are the Raiders. They're never going to be that great, at least not with John Gruden as their head coach. So I think Vegas is my top city. I don't know about you two, but Vegas is my top choice. And then probably my second choice would be Seattle because everyone wants Seattle to have a team back after the supersonics left to go to OKC. And then probably my third team is either Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh has everything else or even a lot of people around here in Louisville, Kentucky thinks Louisville is going to get an NBA team because they had the Colonels for a while in the ABA. But those are my three, my three cities, Las Vegas, Portland. I would go with Pittsburgh over Louisville and then yeah, Pittsburgh. I have a problem and this is with all sports, not just NBA. If you lose, if you lose a franchise, I'm, I am 100% anti you getting them back in your city. Like, and Oakland. I know there's a lot like Oakland, uh, Seattle, Vancouver, 
and I know there's, you know, there's reason sometimes that they leave that is not out of the city's hands. And so it's not necessarily that the city couldn't handle it or the city didn't do a good job hosting, but my per I just, I can't stand when people talk about moving teams back to cities that had teams. It's just a personal pet peeve that I can't stand. So I hope that they do not go back to Seattle. I also do not, am not a fan of Vegas, Chuck, I'm sorry, but I just, there's no need to go to Vegas. There's no fan base. There's so many people who are in and out each day. Nobody trickles along. So my top three, you're going to like it though. Number one is Pittsburgh. The Steelers, the Penguins probably are two of the highest fan bases. Pittsburgh's a cool city. There's no reason why they don't have an NBA team. I think the town and city would love it. Um, I think it would be cool to, you know, Penguins and Steelers get that. Is it gold or yellow? Gold. Come on. Gold. Get black and gold. Sorry. Yeah. Like, what, it's kind of like the Woodville Panthers, black and gold. Baby. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Who? Who? <laughs> Our, our, our listening group is not just from Alabama. Okay, Phil, come on. They're international over here. Good. All right, Pittsburgh's number one. My number two seed is um, Buffalo. I just, you know, Bill's Mafia. People, I mean, somebody's got to give them a chance to go crazy for another sport besides football. So Buffalo's number two. My third sport, or my third city is Nashville, Tennessee. The... NHL voted the Predators as their favorite place to play outside of their home arena. The Nashville Sound AAA baseball team has the highest ticket sales of all AAA baseball. Nashville loves their sports. Throw a basketball team out there. Even with Memphis Grizzlies, you'd still give Nashville team? I would. Hmm, interesting call. Nashville's also a hot city for the Oakland A's to move to, by the way. That's where the triple to A team was at one point before they switched over to the aviators. But yeah, good call. I mean, there's, a lot. there's no difference between Oakland and San Diego where two teams in LA, two teams in New York. There's no reason why we can't have two teams in Tennessee. Yeah, I agree. I so, like the Nashville. I'm a fan of Nashville. You know, coach said the reasons why. Plus, it's close to me, so I feel like I, if they were there, I could root for myself. You know, I feel like if you know, for some reason, the Hawks—they're not that far. But I just nobody wants to cheer them. for the Hawks. Atlanta is far though. Atlanta's be- not I close. Can't get behind the Hawks. I really want to. I've tried. I just can't do it. So I agree. Maybe, one thousand. So Nashville, Nashville will be number one for me. I like Louisville. I think Louisville's a good basketball area. I think, you know, that just kind of makes sense that they live and breathe. What else is there to do in Louisville besides basketball? Bourbon. Basketball. Okay, yeah, see, they could drink <laughs> and play basketball. So, and then my third would be Pittsburgh. Y'all kind of sold me on that a little bit. Um, you know, I really – it wasn't on my list before, but you guys have kind of sold me on that. But, Chuck, are you a Steelers fan? Like, really? yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, I, I – I put that together through the segment, but I didn't know that. Yeah, he's oh, also yeah, an, sure. he's he's also an A's fan, but that's only because of the movie Moneyball. Exactly, that's exactly. Good movie. Underdog, underdog. No, I like. Well, okay, well then, who was the city that you had above Pittsburgh before we sold it on? Sold it to you. I, I I'm a fan of Vegas. I think Vegas is, was a good choice. I, I, think it just works. I know how you feel, Coach, and that was the discussion everyone had a few years ago with the Knights. And well, then here comes the Raiders. So I think it's wor- it is working. It's, yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, don't get me. I mean, it, it's going to happen and it's going to be successful. But as a fan and as somebody who just wants something exciting, to me, that's not exciting. You know, it's just not exciting to go to Vegas to watch a basketball game. 
Well, I don't get why Pittsburgh has taken this long. They, Pittsburgh has everything else. It has the NHL. It has the MLB. It has the NFL. It's had all those for a very long time. It's not mm-hmm. like those teams are new. Those teams have been there for a long time. And granted, the Pirates are at the bottom of everything all the time. But the Penguins are the top of the NHL mostly always. They've won five Stanley Cups. And we also, the Steelers have won six Super Bowls. We just got the notice again. We got 10 minutes left on this meeting. So better get our thoughts in now. But we, but the Steelers and the Penguins make it a very obviously a very high choice for a new city to get a team in the NBA. I would think it'd be cool. Obviously, like you said, coach, you get the black and gold combination. Can't go wrong. It's the best combo in sports, probably behind gold and blue or green and gold or just, yeah. I'll I mean, work. how many choices do you get? They're the best. My goodness. <laughs> All right. Next Throw question. It. Next question. How would you improve the NBA? Chuck, what would you do to improve the NBA? Boom, right off the top. All what right. I'm glad you went to me first because I'll just end the segment right here. Get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think one thing I think is weird with the, for me, it's way too long. Why is the season from November to July? That's ridiculous. It feels like the NBA is never not playing. They're playing constantly because even after the playoffs end, you still right away you have the draft. So then you're still talking about the NBA pretty much through July. So why is it so long? And then why are the play- it goes to also to the playoffs. The playoffs are ridiculously long. These series are ridiculously long. Baseball, I get it. Baseball is just archaic in how they play baseball. It's just so old-fashioned, and they're never going to change. The NBA, there are ways to change it. It just takes so long, and I think if it wasn't such a long season and just – they only play 82 games. It's not like they play 162 like the MLB. Then why is their season spread out from November to July, if they make it all the way to the final game of the year in the finals, shorten it up, shorten the playoffs up, shorten the whole season up. That for me would change a lot. And then obviously getting a team, I've never been in a city where a team was there. So I've never had a team to connect to. I don't care about it. And I like college more. I I, I like both of those answers. I think shortening the season is definitely the right way. But playing, but playing in October and November, you're having to compete with football and nobody is going to not watch football for the NBA. I mean, for especially regular season, nobody's going to watch NBA playoffs over football either. So I think you definitely shorten the season. And, um, you know, I'm not opposed to the way the playoff is. I just think if you shorten the season, every game, you're going to be more apt to pay attention. More games are going to be exciting. And then it's also a very good point about not being in a town with an NBA team. I've not, I've never been able to root for the Hawks or even care or follow but when I do go watch the Hawks game, it is cool to watch. So I think if you were in a city, if we could get a team in Nashville or just bring them to Huntsville. I mean, biggest city in the state of Alabama, shoot far. I mean, why not? Uh, that would definitely make the NBA more exciting. I think there's got to be some loyalty to these teams. Uh, when you think about Major League Baseball, you think about guys being there for a long time. You know, guys play for the same team. When you think about the NFL, you think about guys playing there for a long period of time. You know, not just one year and they're gone and two years and they're gone. I think if there was some loyalty, you know, if, if the next guys that get drafted, what if they play for the same team for 10 years? Not just one or two years and 
was on been in the league one year, two years, and now his mom and dad are complaining that they're not happy. I mean, shut up. My, that makes me sick. That that just makes me not want to watch it even more. Like I was kind of a Zion fan, and all of a sudden his mom and dad are hating on the the Pelicans, saying that the Pelicans, the Pelicans for 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 some I don't know for no reason at all, and that just makes me sick. So let's have some loyalty to this guy. Let's find a way to make these guys stay loyal. If they sign a contract, they got to play it out. Unless I want to trade you, that's ridiculous. If you sign it, be a man, honor your word, and do your job. Shut up and do your job. That's that's, just, that's what it's, I say. Shut up and do your job. That's a good shirt idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good shirt idea. <laughs> All right, Chuck. Final one. If you were going to be an expansion team and you got to build your franchise around a cornerstone, who is your cornerstone piece that you are building around? Is it a? Are you asking a specific player? I want a so, specific. Go ahead. Sorry. And so, is it current? And past players that I can choose. No, 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 no. Uh, you're it's you're picking one player current right now. We're not going. Or he could he could be in the future draft this next year. You could be. Yeah, I mean, you could pick somebody that's coming up. Anyway, but no MJ in his prime, or you know, <laughs> no no answer like that. I want somebody in the present day, time, hour. Well, I won't go towards who could be drafted next month. I just. I, I love all I love a lot of those guys in that draft because of watching them in college, and I'm convinced that Cunningham is an all-star and Suggs, but that's tough. I would have to say off of who is it right now? You'd probably you'd probably have to be Devin Booker, honestly, with Phoenix because they were great last year. They just ran out of time in games, and he's been playing very well. He's been playing very well right now. I know the short answer, the easy answer, obviously, just off the last few games could be Trey Young, but Trey Young went to Oklahoma, so kids a chump, and <laughs> obviously didn't have his ideas and have his head straight when he decided that one. Uh, lost two games against West Virginia, by the way, so you know, not to throw any throw any fire at you, but just saying. And but Trey Young is a solid player, but I think in the long run, it'd probably have to be Devin Booker for me. I like Booker. I like Luca. I think, and you know, he can kind of do it all. He can, he can score any way he wants. I think he's got a pretty diverse game. You know, he can play fast. He can play slow. He can shoot it. He can get to the rim. I, I just think he's getting better every year. You know, every time, I, and I don't watch much, but every time I see a highlight, I won't say every time I watch him because I don't sit down and watch it. But every time I see a highlight, he's just doing it a different way, and I kind of like that. He's not a just a one style guy. You know, you got a lot of guys now that. They're going to do one thing. You know, Giannis can get to the rim. He can get to the rim. He can't shoot it. You know, and you got a lot of guys that can shoot it. But I think I think Luca can kind of do it all, and I, I like that about him. And plus, he's kind of a shorter, pudgy guy. And, you know, I don't know. He kind of makes us all feel better about ourselves. <laughs> I, I'm going with Luca all the way. But my, my reason is if you win a world title at the age of 16, I don't care what league you're playing in. You you got to dude. You're a winner. The dude, it's like you know he can stroke it, he can pass it, he can dribble it. I mean the guy the guy wins, and you know he's got Porzingis with him, but Porzingis misses half the year, and he's still so competitive. Dude could drop sixty at any moment. You know I, he's young, he's got plenty of years left on him. Plus, I mean he's just always smiling, so he's got to be a likable guy. So I'm I'm riding the coattails of Luca if I got a hold of the franchise. I like those. I think those are all very good choices. 
By the way, Trey Young sucks, by the way. I don't care if he is in the conference championship game. Trey Young sucks. Thank you. Whoever decided to draft Luka Doncic and trade for Trey Young is an absolute – I don't care if he is in the conference championships this year. That was still a stupid, stupid move. It's conference finals. For the love of God, it's conference finals. (laughs) It's not conference championships. Sorry, we don't watch it. I know, but get the terminology Gosh, down. Damn, well, call cor- the Super Bowl while you're at it. Well, correct uh, me. Correct me in the first thirty minutes, not the last forty-five, Chuck. Come on now. You think while the podcast is in fifteen minutes, weirdo? What y'all's feelings on the that girl for the Spurs being a head coach and she didn't get hired? What do y'all think? Y'all think that's okay or no? Wait, we I, only I have a minute forty on the timer, so refresh my memory real quick. So the girl from the Spurs, what's her name? Coach? Becky, Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. Like, so she's been applying for all these jobs. And, you know, the coach of the Spurs, like, is talking about how good she is and, you know, how he thinks she should be, she should be a head coach. And I'm just wondering what y'all's opinion on her being a head coach is. Look she how much a- it's taken to get African-American coaches hired as head coaches. Look how tough that – look how much of a hurdle that is. And it, that's a lot of what I need to point to. I mean, and they're – the NBA is a lot of African-Americans playing and look how hard it is to get a lot of African-Americans hired. And it's, I mean, it's a huge deal still for a lot of African-Americans to get hired. Then you have a a woman who is obviously very, very proven. And if you have Greg Popovich saying that you're a good coach, I don't think you need much more to get her hired. I don't understand why she isn't hired. If Greg Popovich says she's great, then she's great. What else do you need? I just don't understand how the players for the trailblazers was vouching for her on Twitter and we still don't hire I mean, to me, that's I, – I don't see a better opportunity. I mean, there's there's your, there's your moment. There could be your excuse. I mean, I, I don't understand how Shannon got hired. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, the front office got to be the front office. It's got to be somebody in the front office says, we don't want her, we don't want her. The players want her. Everybody wanted her. Somebody in the front office. Lillard is throwing a fit. Have you all seen it? Lillard's like – Finish your thought. We're that. about to run out of time. <laughs> hey, I'm done.